Welcome to the International Buzz podcast by WordBeat. This is your host, Robert Rogge. Uh, my co-host, uh, Tanya Faulkner, uh, is not here because this is our first live episode. So we're actually in Seattle at Local World 38, I think it is, here in Seattle. And our guest today is uh, Stacy Brown Summers. She's a, a WordBeat client. She has a business called MindLink, and she's doing some really cool stuff in the translation space. Well, we're going to talk about that cool stuff today. So welcome to the show. Thank you, Robert. Cool. Glad to be here. Yeah. So we were talking just before the podcast that you're working on building a platform that allows people to work with translators or linguists or other services who may not know how to use all the really complicated translation tools, right? Right. But yeah. who can provide like some value because they're, they speak the languages and they're local and they know yeah. the topics. So. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that project? Sure. Well, we have found, we work with a lot of clients who may not be either super tech savvy or really in the language industry. And they don't even know about, you know, counting by the word counts and the, you know, fuzzy matches and all of that. You start throwing those terms out and they just get this glossy look on their faces, right? And so what we realize is we really need to simplify this for our clients. And we want it. So we developed a platform. It's called Mm linguistlink.net. And this platform enables clients like um, we're working with a major school district down in the Portland area, Portland, Oregon, which is where our company is based just outside of Portland. Mm -hmm. So we're working with this client to help them. Again, they're a school district. They're not Mm -hmm. a language service provider. And so, you know, they needed a tool that would just help them track projects, you know, schedule projects, whether it's a translation interpretation or, you Mm -hmm. know, just other language related service. And so we set up this platform for them. But then when they do request translation projects, we would perform that translation mm-hmm. through WordBeat. Right. And, but they don't really know like the whole, how it's all working. They just know that they're getting high quality translation from us. And um, yeah, it's been kind of a cool experience. And what we're doing is we're increasing language access for a lot of um, the immigrant communities here in the United States mm-hmm. and specifically Portland, Oregon and enabling meaningful access for people that may be in a community that is historically underserved Mm -hmm. and helping them feel more part of the community because they're getting that translation or, you know, whether it's signage, Mm -hmm. having an interpreter at a parent-teacher conference, you Mm -hmm. know, these little things that we take for granted, Mm -hmm. you know, we want to be able to enable that Mm -hmm. so that, you know. Language access is like a part of everyday life, you know. Right. Yeah, on the subject of interpreters, I, when I was in high school, Mm -hmm. there was an immigrant family, I think, from Mexico that came into town. And I'm from a really small town in South Dakota, Mm -hmm. uh, in Minnesota. And I remember I I taught English to their son, who was, I think, about eight or nine. Yeah. And I, I had zero qualifications. And I was terrible at it. Like, I didn't, I I was like, you know, because there was nobody in the town to do that. So there were some of us high school students that, you know, every day we'd go down there and try to help. But uh, it would have been good if there was a platform like that, you know, with someone who actually knows how to uh, teach kids English. Right. Yeah. Well, it's actually true in the United States, part of the Civil Rights Act, you know, Mm -hmm. back in the 60s. 
Yeah, you um, mean the Civil Rights Act that just got, like, uh, butchered or whatever? Like, <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. Yeah, okay, well, <laughs> yeah, this is a business podcast, but uh, we are in the localization industry. Let's not go there. But so if you were saying. <laughs> but it is actually a legal right mm-hmm. to have access to services. Mm-hmm. If you're getting any funding from the federal government, you're obligated to provide services in the language of your clients. Right. So if you are serving families in a school district, mm-hmm. and it's not just about the student, like they may speak great English, but you can't count on a student to provide their own interpretation for a parent-teacher right. conference. That just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, oh, I bet that's a common situation where yeah. the student actually speaks English, <laughs> but the, the parents... What do you know. think the parents are going to hear? Yeah, you know? yeah, right. Right, yeah, everything is great, man. <laughs> the teacher <laughs> loves me. I'm the favorite satis- student. Straight factories or whatever, yeah. Exactly. Right. And this is where, you know, to have a, an interpreter right. to represent the family and represent the teacher in that conversation is invaluable. And and there's actually a legal requirement. And a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of school districts or a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. medical institutions um, mm-hmm. may provide less than satisfactory support for that. But the reality is... um, People don't know that they can ask for that maybe sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, our goal is to kind of make that as simple as possible Mm -hmm. so that if it comes up, you know, the people requesting um, know exactly what to do. They don't have to kind of sort, sift through, you know, what is word count, what is, you know what types of interpretation are out there. I mean, there's a lot of factors in our industry which are important for us as insiders, but as people requesting the services, they need a way to educate themselves and to be able to request the services that they need and also be, you know, cognizant to the financial situation, you know, if they can save some money because they have a glossary, we should inform them to do that, you know. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And the website, let's remind the listeners, what was the website again? Linguistlink.net. Linguistlink.net. Yeah. And so, our company is mindlinkresources.com. Uh, and what kind of customers should be visiting Linguistlink? Mostly like people in government and stuff, and then also people who... We work with a lot of like nonprofits. Not, yeah, nonprofits. Um, we work with government agencies. We, we even the parents. Like in this parent-teacher uh, conference thing, do the parents ever jump on on there? And you know, mostly it's provided through through the agency. State, right? Yeah, um, potentially they could. I don't okay. see why not. You know, but I think. Um, yeah, mostly we provide it through agencies, but you know, we're working with some really cool scenarios where we're really yeah. helping out. Like we have one client where, you know, we're using WordB to create some training for people to become advocates for survivors of domestic violence. Hmm. And it's going to be a training only in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's really nothing like that that exists in the U.S. And, right, right. But yet, domestic violence is very prevalent in the Hispanic community that yeah, resides in the yeah. U.S. You know, it's a really cool project that we're doing. And, of course, WordB is a big part of making that happen in a, right. you know, it's for a nonprofit. But so we're trying to keep the cost as low as we can. Mm-hmm. So WordB is a great way to, you know, leverage 
Yeah, um, and be efficient with all yeah. of your processes. and Totally, totally. So how does it make you feel to, to be providing cool services like that? Like, uh, I don't know, it seems cool. Like, not everybody is having such an impact, I think, like it a direct does, impact. It does give me a warm, fuzzy feeling. Uh-huh. But I really couldn't do it without the partnerships that we have. Right. And, you know, and that's why, you know, we worked with Word B for, I think, about five years. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's been a great way to, you know, enable local translators to work on material that, you know, and maybe these people are good linguistically, but maybe didn't have, Mm -hmm. they don't have to own their own tool. They don't have Mm -hmm. to be super savvy and all of that. They can use our tool Mm -hmm. and, you know, then we could leverage that for our clients. And, you know, and we're a growing agency, you know, we're small but growing, but I'm really excited about the platform that we're providing and the way we're connecting communities Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's kind of, kind of cool. Hey, as you know, we like to keep things mostly non-commercial around here and we like to just stick to interviewing the guests about fascinating subjects, but we would like to take a moment to mention a little bit about Word Translator. Wordby Translator is the translation management system developed by Wordby over the last 10 years. So we are celebrating 10 years now. It's all in one system, so you can manage projects. It also has linguistic tools. It has tools for finance, business analytics, and it's been around for 10 years, so it does pretty much anything you want. Before working for Wordby, I also used Wordby Translator. One of my favorite things about it was actually the invoicing because it made it really easy to manage supplier invoices, create them, and just not have to deal too much with the financial side of things. But other customers appreciate other things, like for example, it's a native cloud technology, so it's really collaborative. You know, you can keep track of what's going on in there at uh, any, any moment in your project. It's easy to set up different job assignment methods. You know, you can check your stats at any time. You can see how your project managers are performing. You can see how your translators are doing. And yeah, it does pretty much everything you want. It ends up fitting your organization like a glove, as we say. So that was just a word about Wordby Translator. Now, without further ado, back to the podcast. So like... For Wordby, so you're growing and, and of course you're using Wordby. Yeah. Are there any features of Wordby or things that you can do in Wordby that you're looking forward to do that you're not doing now that might help you scale? Totally. I just was playing around one day and I realized I found that MT Hive. Yeah, yeah. How many people know about MT Hive? Probably not a lot. Uh, I'm the marketing manager and I'm, <laughs> I'm doing the very best that I can. But Wordby does so much stuff that it's like it's pretty challenging to communicate it all. So tell us about MT Hive. Well, you know, you asked me like what features yeah. might potentially be used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is one I can see a lot of potential in. Yeah. Because essentially what it does, and I've tested this out. Mm-hmm. I took a document. Like I just downloaded, I created a form mm-hmm. from Word, you know, one of their templates. And I found it really effective with this kind of material, like a form where there's a lot of repetitive, you know, not Mm -hmm. like lengthy marketing sort of, but you know, something where it's like name, address, you know. Yeah. So I took a form and I ran it through Google Translate. Yeah. On MT Hive? No. Oh, just on the I did a comparison. Okay. So I ran it through Google Translate and because Google Translate has a thing where you can upload a document. Yeah, yeah. also. Yeah. But WordBee, we do, we are connected with the Google API and all that. So, and essentially what my understanding of MT Hive will 
connect Google Translate, but also incorporate your translation memory yeah. and glossaries and all that. Yeah. So we ran the same document through MT Hive, and we then we compared the output, and it was like, whoa, yeah, you know, like <laughs> really day, right? cool. Like, yeah. really, you know, of course, it needed yeah. some post-editing, but right. I, but the format... Uh-huh. Like, Google totally, like, throws away the format. So you right. have to basically, you get the words, but you'll have to, like, copy mm-hmm. and paste. Uh, and who knows how long that could take. Yeah. Whereas WordBee maintained the structure of the document. Right. It just translated it. Yeah. And really, I mean, the accuracy was alarmingly good. So you want to know something cool? Please. Like uh, in the empty hive, you could have a, a client mm-hmm. that uses your WordBe empty hive, right? And so your client can upload a document. They can get the machine translation using the translation memory and all of that. And then if that's cool for them, then they can just use that. Mm-hmm. But if they need something more, they can then order a translation, a professional one, like in there too. Right. They can like mark it and it'll go to post editing. Yeah. And which creates a job for me. Or or from scratch, I think. You can also order a from scratch translation. Oh, really? It doesn't just have to be post-editing, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because this is what I'm thinking about, like, you know, as I'm developing, like, these tools, again, like portals Mm. to make it super easy for clients. And if I provided an option where they could do this, this would be, like unbelievably powerful it makes a lot of sense you know because i'm thinking of families uh you know that i i don't know it could be something simple like a like a report uh for their their student just using the the parent teacher Mm -hmm. student thing and and maybe they don't need a professional translation of that but they just want to be able to read it or more or less know what it said uh that would be really perfect for that yeah yeah i mean it i like i said i wouldn't use it for you know, just like any machine translation, mm-hmm. there's always that caveat. You know, yeah. don't don't throw Japanese yeah. in there and just think you have something in Japanese. Like, it really right. needs a human, you know, edit mm-hmm. at least. Um, but it, we did some Spanish mm-hmm. material, and it did a really great job in terms right. of capturing the, the form. Well, you and know, forms are cool because they're duplicated. So, like, if you've translated the form before, yeah. and then it's using your, your TM, right? So, like, uh, and if you're serving, like, state governments or mm-hmm. they have all the same forms, and then and then you get pretty good results, I bet. Right. Yeah. Oh, super cool. You know, someone was asking me earlier um, here at the conference, they were like, so what's the, what's the advantage of WordBee over all of the other, uh, you know, uh, solutions? And I was like, I don't know. I'd have to ask the you know, people what their problem is or what they're trying to do. You right, Because right. it's like, th- there's so many things you can do and uh, with WordBee, but there's also so many problems that people are trying to solve. And it's like, right. what, what are, what are, what is everybody up to? I, I think that someone else could use MT Hive like for something totally different, you know? Like right. they have a different problem that they're trying to solve and totally unrelated, they could probably use it too. Yeah, right, right. Well, yeah, like you said, there's a bunch of, uh, I mean, I've been using this platform for many years. Right. And we're still discovering things we didn't know it did. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were also working in WordBee to, like, uh, help people to know all the stuff that it can do. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's oh. always helpful, yeah. yeah. Very cool. So the the CAT tool, um, we, we were talking before the podcast about the CAT tool, and, yeah. and we both thought it was easy to use. 
Um, could you describe your experience with the Ruby Cat tool and like how you found it in general? Just how I like it, or yeah. how I okay, or, yeah, I don't know. Well, I you know it's like I said I said before. I mean, I found like for our agency, it's been really helpful mm -hmm. um, to have a tool that we can tell our translators here's the login information. Go to I, yeah, I give them a little instruction. If you want to know more, here's a couple of videos that you guys have produced mm -hmm. that, you know, give the basic uh, flow of the of the system. Um, and I have found that the ramp up is very fast mm -hmm. um, and the value is immediate, you know, right. as, as our linguists are using it, you know, they're getting those. And, you know, things like, um, you know, we have a client who's never really use translation memory before or glossaries or anything like that. And, you know, the more we use WordBee, the more consistent our translation come, becomes. Right. The challenge of that is if there's something they don't want, mm -hmm. you know, like we're having to go back because like we have a client who's like, oh, actually we wanted that, mm -hmm. you know, that Chinese instead of transliteration, we just want it to be in English. And we're like, well, now Word B remembers. You know? mm -hmm. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's doing such a good job that we have to go back and, you know, upload the glossary and, you know, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. But um, uh, but those, you know, we know what to do, mm -hmm. you know, which is the cool part about it. And, right. uh, and so, yeah, the more we work with a specific client, the more consistent the translation comes in. We're not dependent on certain translators to always, like if somebody's not available. Right. Or occasionally we have to split a document because the deadline is really short and we've mm -hmm. got to have it done. And so we'll split it up between mm -hmm. a couple people. Right. And it's really remarkable how, you know, once the editor goes, the reviewer goes through it, how, um, you know, seamless that is. Like, yeah. you can't, you don't hear two different voices in the document mm -hmm. is, you know, unless you knew it was translated by multiple people. Right. You might not know that it was, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the, just being able to, like, edit the same file at the same time and, like, comment with each other and, mm -hmm. and between translators and project managers and stuff, like, it, when you, when you do split jobs, it actually turns out better than you might expect. Like, yeah. uh, like I, I've done some jobs like that before uh, with WordBee, mm -hmm. and uh, I was like pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I was telling the clients, you know, we're gonna do this because you're in a. It was, they were rush, yeah. rush things, and I'm like, we're gonna do this. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, the way I would like to do it. Yeah. But then actually, it turned out great. You yeah. know, so yeah. Yeah, that's good. And you know, and I don't have a lot of exposure to other tools. I know there's a lot of other tools out there. Yeah. You know. So maybe other tools do this as well, mm -hmm. but this is definitely something that we've used in yeah. WordBee to help us. Yeah. And occasionally if it's really tight, it works really well, um, you know, when you do the word, the word count. Mm -hmm. I have used machine translation on it, especially if it's into English. Right. So I've gotten like Portuguese into English mm -hmm. um, assignments. And that works pretty well. We run right. the machine translation on it, and then I have a post editor. So we, we just do that in the, right. when you do the word count. Mm -hmm. And again, that's great because then we can skip a couple steps and just yeah. get to that quality step. Um, Cause that's really important. And then, so usually we do all of our translation review mm -hmm. in the tool 
and then we export the doc and we do a final proofread, which, of course, Word B enables all of those um, things to happen. And so, and I've gotten really positive. Like, I've gotten clients like Adidas saying, mm-hmm. this is some of the best quality I've seen, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, a, a lot of people uh, can split jobs now. Um, but, uh, but when Word B first uh, had the splitting jobs, it was pretty new then. Yeah, you know? yeah. So... But uh, all right. Well, hey, so let's one more time. Let's mention the the platform so people remember the, the link. OK, come to linguistlink.net. There we go. That is our platform. And you can also learn more about just our company in general at mm-hmm. mindlinkresources.com. Mm-hmm. Um, we're based just out of the Portland, Oregon area. Um, but, you know, we're happy to mm-hmm. work with whoever, wherever you are. Cool. So, Stacy Brown Summers, everyone. Uh, We're so happy to have you as a client. I'm happy Uh, to be here. Cool. Well, let's go uh, enjoy the rest of the local world then. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do now. I think Uh, there's a networking thing. Yeah. We got to go schmooze. Yeah, there's for people that don't know, there's a lot of schmoozing going on at local (laughs) world. Like, this is my first local world. There's a lot of schmoozing here. So, if you enjoy schmoozing... Or, or or even boozing. There you go. Uh, it was more boozing than I anticipated. I There's thought, a lot of boozing and a lot of schmoozing. I was I thought it was going to be very serious. You it did. Is, it's pretty pretty schmoozy. Pretty, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it gets a little more. You know, tomorrow and the next day it'll get a little more serious, stuffy. Yeah, that's what I, that's kind of what I thought. Like tomorrow I'm breaking out my my fine. Yeah, shirt. yeah. There today you go. today I'm just like it's cash. cash. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening.